This podcast is sponsored by Intentional Living Magazine, your ultimate guide created to help infuse purpose and passion into your everyday life. From expert features that provide valuable insights to thought-provoking content that sparks transformation. This magazine and online platform is a perfect source of inspiration for those who truly believe in the power of intentional choices. So welcome to episode three of our amazing transatlantic podcast. Can we just? Yeah. And what we're going to talk about today is how we can embrace individuality in the corporate world, because that's not normal, right? Mm -hmm. Because we literally put people into boxes. What is it? Square pegs into round holes. Is that the saying? I think so. Okay. So can we just embrace individuality in the workplace? Have a listen, grab a brew and see what you think. Okay, so can we just talk about embracing individuality in the corporate world? Oh my God, yes. I know, I tell you what, embracing individuality, full stop, (laughs) is something that as a society, we really need to start embracing Mm -hmm. because there are so many sectors of society that don't fit in the norm. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it's, I think everything's changing. The paradigms are shifting and it's time for the system to change, to embrace those individuals. And that is just as important, if not vital for the corporate world. But it takes courage. It does. It takes courage. It takes passion and strength to be able to, to talk about this subject because I know we talk about this all the time. We are always with the people that we work with are, you know, friends, clients. We love talking about individuality and celebrating the individual. And again, previous episode talked about labels. It's about take the label off and who, who are you? Who are you? Who are you? <laughs> who am I? Who am I? And then when we talk, when we talk in corporates, then we generally, we, we generally work with uh, senior execs, don't we? Yeah. But we also work with the teams yes. that work for and with the senior execs. Now, what historically happens is that we work, we were, gi- we're given a team and say, create magic with them. Oh, not even, not even create magic. It's go do Tick the job. Yeah. yeah. Take a box and give them this training. Now, our ethos is different and it takes courage and foresight of the organisation to trust in something new. Mm-hmm. Now, Claire, you've been a Myers-Briggs practitioner for about a million years. So do you, want to talk, do you want to just share about a little bit about what that is mm-hmm. and then we can go, into, go into that? Yeah. So I was discovered something called personality profiling about 18 years ago in the corporate world. And as I say, I've mentioned that I work at QVC and they were really forward thinking in how they work with their teams. So I became a Myers-Briggs, Myers-Briggs practitioner a long time ago. And this as a, as a personal development tool is, was really helpful for me to understand that I am different than everybody else and other people. We, we are all differences. So it allows you to celebrate difference through personality. And it comes from the work of Swiss psychologist Carl Jung. And then Myers-Briggs, a mother-daughter in the 1940s, created this instrument that's been developed between then and now. And you can do it as a quiz online, but I still can teach how to find out who you are through a session that you do with me in an hour. So I have embraced that over the years and it gave me so much 
self-awareness for me to appreciate myself and who I am, but also to know what my gifts are and what my weaknesses are, but then to also understand the people that I work with, the people in my family. And it was an amazing, it's an amazing tool to help you understand that. Businesses and, and, and organizations are still not even using anything like that. They are just at the minute sticking to the same old processes that everybody's the same. So us bringing this episode of can we just talk about individuality in the workplace? Yes, it's not just in the workplace, it's outside the workplace, but because we spend most of our time, in fact, I just looked up figures, didn't I? 84,365 hours in our lifetime in the workplace if you work full time, according to some research. So this is where it's important for us to still work with corporates and businesses to say, do you really know who your people are? Take that label off. Don't just look at the tasks that need to be done in the in the business. Look at your people, look at what their gifts are and use their gifts. Don't try and shove them into a task or class it as a development area. And again, we all need to be developed in certain areas, but why wouldn't you use the gifts and skills that they've got for them to allow for creativity to flow naturally? So hence why we're having this discussion as well. Um, another figure I just wanted to push out because we will we'll lead into more conversations is 58% of workers would choose happiness over a salary, over a large salary. Wow. I know. So obviously yeah. we can delve more into that. So yeah, I'm just, I was just trying to think back when I first started, when I was in a sales role, because I was so hardworking anyway and driven, I was driving Yeah, that um, I would have much rather have had a decent basic salary to give me that comfort knowing what was coming in all the yes. time rather than having commission. Yes. But again, that, that was about, that's a culture thing. So that's a lot of hours that we spend at work, right? And I, and I think looking at individuality just means that re- the recruitment process mm-hmm. has to just change. So almost like the, the CV that we look at oh, wow. is yeah. that CV now just seems Curriculum archaic. Curriculum vitae. I mean. Curriculum vitae, that sounds <laughs> really sexy. But even if you think about it, I think I only had two CVs in my time mm. and literally how stiff are they? I know. And it literally is fitting in the box. <laughs> oh, my name is Juliet Cunning. I like running. No, like Here's all my hobbies. qualifications. Here's my qualifications. That, I'm not being funny. I got an A-level in home economics. <laughs> literally, I cannot stand cooking. <laughs> I could make a shoe ring at 18. <laughs> I could make chocolate leaves. Is that going to help my life? <laughs> no, absolutely not. Unless you want to be a But I was employed. Bit, yeah. For lots of senior leadership roles and they didn't even know that I could make a shoe ring or a bechamel sauce from scratch. I mean, seriously. Anyway. I didn't even know that. Seriously. Honest to God. Honest to God, I can. Well, I could. Again, didn't light me up. But because I couldn't speak French, I couldn't do German, which is my which is my first yeah. language, because I wasn't allowed to, because the system didn't allow for that. So my other choice was cooking. <laughs> Yes, that's how our system leads us. Yeah. It, yeah. And, and so, so that's where, again, when we talk about workplace and then we talk about the education system and we are going to have guests on from these industries as well, aren't we, over the, over the next few episodes. Where then does in the schooling system, 
Where do they embrace individuality? Well, they don't. Mm-hmm. They don't. And that's one of the keys. And I think that's going to be a conversation that we have next because that's the talking about how we bring our method into schools. Yes. Um, and it's something that we've started to do. But go back to corporate. Workplace. Um, in the workplace, which is fed from the school system. So I guess the school system should have come first, but it but it hasn't. Um, is that the curriculum vitae, vitae, is very stiff. It's very structured. And how many people, I mean, we've met a couple of people this morning that don't fit into that system. Mm-hmm. You know, just because you don't pass the exams mm-hmm. on whether you can make a shoe ring or a bechamel sauce doesn't mean you're not valuable Mm -hmm. as who you are as an individual. And so this means that as corporates, we need to look at the roles we need to fill and the ideal qualities that people bring. So things like Myers-Briggs, like you said, give an idea, Mm -hmm. a really good idea. But what we're bringing in to the corporate world and spearheading into the corporate world is bringing in human design into business, coupled with the experience that we've got with the Myers-Briggs stuff, coupled with the embodiment and the uh, empowerment stuff that we do. As well as business and leadership. As leaders, business and leadership, not just um, training, but we've both lived that mm-hmm. life. I mean, we, we've both worked in um, leadership positions mm-hmm. and we've got 50 plus years between us of uh, business strategy knowledge and experience that we bring all of that together. And when we start to really give these individuals within business, the time, the space and freedom. Getting it in there. Getting it in there. The space and freedom, which is what people say to us, what do you want from life? Space and freedom. I just want space in my life. I just want to be free. But they don't actually, well, that's another, that's another, that's another episode. Um, Is that they are wearing the labels, they're wearing the mask. We've talked about this before. They're really capable people in a role with the label, mm-hmm. but they're shutting off a part of themselves while they spend those 8 million mm. hours in the workplace. So they're not authentically them. They're not actually being their true self and and shining like they should mm-hmm. or like they, they were designed to. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... That's a big shift. Like you say, some of them aren't even looking at the likes of Myers-Briggs. So to bring this in, it's almost like, whoa, oh my God, hold on, Tiger, yeah. what are you doing? But where we have started working with corporates, with our system, with this new, relatively new... age new, knowledge, it's new age, newfound But it's backed up with lots of ancient principles and Carl Jung's work mm-hmm. and astrology and quantum physics and all of the stuff that we bring in is that we can really, really help organisations bring out the very best in their people. And actually, rather than trying to shoehorn them into a role, is almost like create the perfect role for these brilliant individuals within the organisation because doing that empowers them, allows them to shine Mm -hmm. as they are supposed to shine. They were always, the world, we haven't been bought on this earth just to do. Mm -hmm. We've been here, we've been brought to this earth to be Mm -hmm. and to experience all that life has to experience. And what we're doing is all this automation. It's almost like... uh, I want to say REM. I don't know where I've got that from, but it's almost like we're like robots. No, we're here to be the people that we were born to be. And that means 
being our brilliant, true, authentic self. And so many of us, if you remember the clocking in machines in the old days, some again, some no, people some might not recognise that. that. So you clock in and it's almost like you clock out, you clock in and you leave your bag at the door along with your personality, along with all your <laughs> gifts, along with all that, and you literally go into autopilot. That doesn't do anything for productivity. Mm. That doesn't do anything for sustainability. That doesn't do anything for energy mm-hmm. and the energy in the world doesn't light anybody up. And we don't want to spend how many hours? 8,000 hours. 84,000. 84, hours in mm. a lifetime switching off from the person that we were, we're born to, to be. be. So what have we seen? Like literally mm-hmm. we've worked with some amazing people over the summer and just, just reintroduced them to key aspects of who they are and what have we seen in terms of results? Yeah. I mean, the clients that we've worked with, I think it's probably over like the last, since we did the first retreat last November and we can see the difference on the the people that came on that retreat and the difference in their lives, but especially with the, the client that we're working with now and we'll call her Jay for now and just working with us for five weeks and allowing her to rediscover who she is based on her, her human design and her soul's purpose, that she's been able to turn results around with her team in the business within two weeks. And she's now doing what she needs to do in a totally different way, but she's still getting better results because she's a, a, been allowed to feel instead of just think into what she needed to get done. And responding and using her energy in a really empowered way, rather than mm-hmm. hustle, rather than pushing, rather than beating people up with metrics, because the corporates are literally there to, they, they're here to deliver results. Yeah. They've either got shareholders or they've got a board that they need to deliver results and targets and results and targets and results and targets. And that is not necessarily by pushing, 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 because pushing, pushing, pushing will take people out of alignment. And actually just by reintroducing and reconnecting with their strategy and their personal strategies and their personal authority and bringing it all back here to the person meant that there were some lights that we could switch on. Yeah. And we could see the light bulbs go on and go, oh my God, I could do this. And literally reframing, switching on the gifts that she's always had, that she'd clocked in at the door because it wasn't the corporate way has now been re-engaged and we've had tw- 20% increase in mm-hmm. performance and productivity in two weeks. Mm-hmm. Now, and that that's was, one person. That was just changing a couple of things yeah. and having those realisations and insights that she's got that and it hasn't, it's been really easy for her because she's living in what, she's living with her gifts yeah. as opposed to trying to fit in and push yeah. for results. And it's the same with, with most things. If you nurture and you connect with your people, whether that's students or team or family, you nurture the results will come rather than push, 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 focus on the results. And and, and I, think, I think the other thing there is when we talk about personal development in the corporate world, the corporate world don't have a budget for that. A lot of some of them do, but it's known as training, yeah. and then it's then it's you've got to do it in this many hours at this time and all of that stuff. So what? So yeah, agreed. So, but what I was 
where I was going with that was more about if when we go in and say it's about increasing performance. Yes. It's a completely different sell. And it's not that we want to sell. It's about there's investments to be made to increase productivity and performance by investing in the personal development. So no matter which budget it comes from, which wooden dollar we're, we're taking the budget yeah. from, it's are you as a corporate organisation brave enough? Do you care enough about mm-hmm. your people to want them to do well so that they can do well for your organisation? Mm-hmm. And are they worth the investment? What we're saying is invest in your people and they will return you a fantastic return mm-hmm. on average capital employed. In fact, was it, um, what was the research, Claire? Every pound spent. Oh yeah, that was for every pound spent in, in your well-being of your people you get five pound back, but it's more than that now. Yeah. So it's like a 20% return. Yeah. I don't know if that was Deloitte or Turner and Townsend, something like that. Yeah. I think it's more than that now. And again, it's going back to well-being and the strategy in corporate, in any company, the well-being of your team, the well-being of your people, if you look after that and we'll do a another episode on the eight pillars of well-being because there's all different aspects to it. If your people are well, if your people are treated as individuals and celebrated for their differences and their their gifts, then the energy of them and the business will will fly and expand. We're all about expansion, aren't we? All about expansion. And just the investment Regardless of what pot it comes from, regardless what you label it, well-being, personal development, training, sales, training HR. HR, whatever it is, by making it happen, you will improve productivity. You will improve staff retention. You will improve your sickness rates. You will improve return. You will improve your sales figures. You will in- improve um, Creativity. staff morale. Staff morale, creativity, new ideas, well-being. well-being. People will then want to come and work for you because you're a great place to work for. And you can see it. I mean, we're working with a couple of organisations at the minute who are embracing the work that we do because it is different. It's very real, but it's also soul-led and what you'd say is spiritual um but we are spirits we are energy living in these bodies no matter what you say we are energy and that's the education piece that we'll go in with and we'll help individuals and help teams thrive in business so yes we're being quite brave some people might listen to this podcast and they'll be like what are these two talking about well if you want to know more about what we're talking about we've got a lot of information on our website haven't we and we've got the human design charts that people can access for free we have um and also where you've said spirituality yeah um, go on let's talk about that that will make people go what the hell you're off your rocker every single bit of the work that we do is science backed yes so for the people that need the label to of say, science and of proof. science and proof, we have all of that. It is it is well documented. All of the scientific proof, we have it all. And the work that we do with helping people 
get well from mm-hmm. um, from chronic illness, it's the same process. Mm-hmm. But this bit's just got focused on business strategy mm-hmm. as well, but down to the individual. Mm-hmm. So anyone that wants to be brave enough to spearhead, to to take their productivity, to take their performance to a whole new level, mm-hmm. then what we would say is invest in your team, invest in the individuals within your team, free them from the monotony of being fitting into a box, allow them to bring their brilliance through the front door every day so that your clients can see their brilliance because it's those people that are are representing your organisation. And if your organisation is there to shine, then investing in them is a no-brainer. So if you want to know any more about that, you can have a look on our website, which is at www.spaceandfreedom.com. And we have a whole section on it called Creating the Revolution in Corporate. Oh, there's a, that's the article, isn't it? And then we've got oh, a corporate yeah. section. And again, it doesn't have to be with us. I mean, it'd be great if it was with us. We love to educate. Just think about your people as human beings and as individuals and check out, get to know them, get what makes them tick, get their passion and purpose. And if you really want to get to know them, come and see us and we can help you unleash your team. Unleash the magic in your team. Yeah, So thank you for listening. I hope that's been helpful. And it's love and light from me. And it's Tara from me. (laughs) 